Hello, my name is Zachary Trailer, and you are listening to Morning Voice, A Political Journey, episode number 14, Good Citizen Governance. Today I want to talk to you about what exactly good citizen governance is, and I want to give some examples. No one in particular, we won't be talking about anyone and their stories and their struggles, but rather I want to talk about how we reach out and help one another as a community, as neighbors, as friends and family, and as good citizens. From my website, I will be reading an excerpt on exactly what I believe good citizen governance is. Good citizen governance is returning the keys to government back to the community, focusing on building a community where neighbors reach out to help those who need it rather than fighting amongst ourselves. Good citizen governance is building a system that gives everyone the opportunity at the American dream, stopping the cycle of generational poverty. We must bring together small business owners, teachers, parents, and above all, students, and provide them a community-based trade skill education program to give those who come after us the opportunities we never had at a good blue-collar American job. For too long, we have elected politicians to parent us. We need a pillar of our community that represents who we are and what our city can do. We must vote not for the same political machine that has spit out copy-paste politicians who do not represent our district, only the bottom line of the highest bidder. Instead, we need a community leader who understands the needs of everyone and helps those that need it the most someone that represents the values the community stands with, who grew up in the public education system, and whose friends are not elites that talk about struggle from their ivory towers. Romans originally called their leaders princeps, the first citizen, because that is what they should be, not a tiered system of citizens with rules for me, but not rules for you, but not for me, with college students, mechanics, and underemployed citizens being criminalized and divided, while the elites and politicians allowed to purchase their golden ticket. I promise to uphold the Prince-Up model of governance. Good citizen governance doesn't need to start at the ballot box. It needs to start with us reaching out and treating everyone in our city with the same compassion and sincerity that we need, helping people in public, making friends with our neighbors, and above all, being kind and humane. We are a city filled with great diversity, with men and women of all, all different backgrounds and life experiences that everyone can learn from. Good citizen governance is as simple as listening to each other, because through listening, we can learn. The Princeps model of Roman politics prior to King Const- uh, Emperor Constantine was a model in which the representatives of the people, whether pleb or patrician, would uphold the values that their community represented. They were not the ones with the power, but rather embodied what society and what their districts and what their, their citizens wanted. They were not seen as someone above, uh, above them. You were, you were supposed to serve for a small time and then go back to... A society, whether it was your farm, whether it was a shop in the city, you were expected to be a citizen representing the common good. 
And rather than being the first class citizen, you were just the first citizen, the one we look to with hopeful eyes. We were the ones that we're, we're supposed to be the ones that gave a, a ripple of hope to our constituents. Sadly, just like Emperor Constantine and his reforms, we have instead become an emperorship almost in the sense that our elected representatives are seen as above us, as though they know what's best and we must just fall in line. I always harpen back to the two-party system because it is a system. It isn't one that, it isn't the only way to do it, but rather they are each controlled opposition for the other. They are each a, a wolf pretending the other is, per, pretending that they are a sheep and claiming the other is. They work together in tandem to divide the working class. What I want to talk about now for the five minutes is not just how I see it, but how I, I implement it myself. The simplest one is I was, you know, growing up, I didn't care for sir or ma'am. But as I transitioned out of the military, as I've grown up, I've realized giving that little bit of respect to everyone, sir, ma'am, yes, no, it gives a sense of respect. They feel as though it, it shows the type of person you are in our city, our great city could benefit from just addressing people with a little bit of respect. That doesn't mean we have to bend over backwards. That means when someone is going to the grocery store, help them open, you know, open the door for them. If you're someone my age, I offer to help put the groceries in for, for those who may have uh, trouble. Many times, you know, people say no. Other times people are delighted. Why? Because I know that whenever the time comes, whether I'm old, whether I'm crippled, whether life happens, I hope and pray that there will be someone there to help me when I'm in need. And until then, I will pay that debt to society, one that I choose to burden myself with. And that's why I want to remind people is this good citizen governance, the movement we are, we are developing and we are trying to fight for, doesn't require everyone to do everything. I'm not asking everyone to help someone across the road. I'm not asking someone to offer their home to someone when they're not able to. I'm saying do what you can, and even if you don't want to do anything at all, just don't stand in the way. And it will lead to a ripple of hope, a ripple of hope. because whether you are a grumpy old man or whether you're someone who life has kicked time and time again, never giving you a chance to lighten up, never giving you a chance to breathe. And so this leads to uh, disassociation. This, uh, this leads to people just becoming disheartened and not having a positive outlook. And that's not to say that we have a bright future. We have just a bright future ahead. We have storms. We have challenges. We have beliefs. But these things, they're what make us us. It's what makes our community so great. We are resilient. Whether it's a, a cold snap that the South isn't prepared for, we are. Whether it's a heat wave, our systems, we have a great thriving tradesman uh, community. And I'm saying, you know, with 70% of them looking to retire in the next five to 10 years, we need to put more resources in making sure that these, these trades get filled. And I think that we can. 
And that's why when I talk about giving the next generation the opportunities we didn't have, I understand that if you're the 45-year-old mom of two, uh, whether you're married, divorced, co-parenting, a single mother, you will not, unfortunately, be able to use the programs that I'm hoping to implement in the public school system that we will implement into the public school system. Not, I, I think that we need to make sure that there are non-high uh, school trade classes offered because there is going to need, for a decent portion of our population, a shift in economics and a shift in uh, profession, but it will be into these thriving blue-collar jobs, some, some of them union, some of them uh, apprenticeship. We are, you know, but the bulk of it needs to be focused at those that come after us. My sister is a... 14 year old genius who hasn't gotten below she had straight a's not a minus a's through all of high school um middle school she has done the same her freshman year of college she is blessed with the intelligence that i that you know i had growing up in those years and i definitely am excited to see where she goes but school is designed for people like me and her designed for those ready to go to college to experience the academic push and then I have my brother who is a great man I love him he's 16 but he is a tradesman he love that is where he is going to thrive if um he is the ninth best mountain biker in the state of Florida which uh which is incredible and I hope that his career and his passion pay off but one day everyone has to go and look. And while he may get lucky and be able to excel and become a professional BMX biker, how many of his teammates, how many of his classmates, for every one success, there's a thousand misses. And I want to make sure that kids like my brother have an option so that way they aren't just pushed aside by the school system. These are the opportunities. And I will say this till the day, till the end of the campaign. Good citizen governance is putting the shopping cart back. Not because it's not because it's the law, not because you're getting paid, but because it's a service to the community and it's something we all do because we at the deep down I believe we are all good citizens. Thank you and I'll talk to you tomorrow.